not going to leave us. He's not going to leave us without the things we need to be effective ambassadors. Amen? So we need to remind ourselves. This is why we gather to remember what kingdom we belong to and what we have access to, to stir us all up in love and good works and then go out and do the, do the reconciling. Amen? Do all the stuff wherever you are. Hallelujah. All right, let's, let's, lots of scriptures, right? Jot them down. Get in this, get in these scriptures this week. <clears throat> All right, Matthew 16, 19. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You've got the key. You've got keys. Say, I've got keys. Right? You've got the keys of the kingdom. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do a lot of that today. (laughs) Matthew 10, 7 to 8. Proclaim as you go, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. Jesus was saying that to the 12 disciples, but guess what? It also applies to us. It wasn't just for them, it's for us too. Praise the Lord. Bill Johnson, um, he says, I'm not going to quote him because I'll get it wrong, but I remember a story he shared that people would come to him and be like, Pastor Bill, I don't know what to do. Should I be an accountant or a nurse? Or should I be a teacher or a landscaper? Or should I be you know, right? And they're freaking out because they're like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, choose one and then heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. He's like, it, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're all going to be doing this stuff in whatever realm you're in. Amen? Right. Luke 9, 1 to 2. And he called the 12 together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Everyone say all. All. All demons, right? And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Wow. How much, how much power? All. We have authority to tread on all. All. All the demons. All the power of the enemy. Praise the Lord. This is encouraging, isn't it? Mark 16 17 to 18, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Are there any believers in the house? Are there any believers in the house? 
Stand up if you're a believer. Men, I'm here to tell you today to remind you that these signs will accompany you because you believe. Men, put your hands out. Expect it. I'm going to do this. You will, let's, let's read it right. In the name of Jesus, you will cast out demons. You will speak in new tongues. You will pick up serpents with your hands. And if you drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt you. You will lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's some believers in Darwin. Praise God. You may be seated. John 14, 12 to 13. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus is like, guys, you're going to do greater things than I've done because I'm going to the Father and I'm going to put my spirit on the inside of you. Praise God. Isn't it exciting? Ephesians 1, 19 to 23, 23. Paul's praying and he says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. Where are the believers? Come on. Incredible greatness of God's power for the believers. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honour at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. It's resurrection power available to any believer who would dare to believe that the Spirit of God is on the inside of them. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the one to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. Wow. You know, the power of God is most potent when the body is together. You know, we can so quickly criticise. I loved what Sarah shared today criticize the church and, and be have a downer on the church, but my goodness, this is like the church has the authority of Christ. When we all come together, my goodness, we need to expect 
that we're going to see mighty things happen. The Lord wants to do something in the city and he needs Christians to be united and on board. Hallelujah. Colossians 2, 9 to 10. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Praise God. That means, do you know what that means? Far out. It says, so you are also complete through your union with Christ, who is head over every ruler and authority. Wow. One more. There's so many. This is just a little little snapshot. 1 Corinthians 4.20. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. Kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. You know, so often as Christians, we're good at talking, good at talking about it, good at telling everyone our opinion. We actually just need to go and do it. We actually just need to take God where people need him. Amen? All right, now this series, this is just the first of this series, but it's called Conduits of the Kingdom. And a conduit is someone or something that is used as a way of sending something from one place or person to another. All right? And as believers, we're called to carry the kingdom of God to everyone and anyone who needs it. We're called to bridge the gap between God and and the world. Think of it this way. Oh, I've got some props. I've got this extension cord. And you're going to pretend, I'm going to pretend this is me. This is my life. You pretend it's you. Hallelujah. Now you've decided to make Jesus your Lord. So you're going to plug in to the source, (laughs) to the source of life. You're going to plug in here. We've got the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Plug into one, you get them all. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Now... The cord still looks a bit scabby on the outside, but my gosh, I am, I'm plugged into, I'm plugged into him. So he's made me a brand new creation and I might still look the same on the inside, but my gosh, I've got resurrection power on the inside. Hallelujah. This part here, I hate that my cord is tangled up. I'd prefer that it wasn't. Yeah, we'll get rid of the sin that's easily entangling us and we'll walk free of it. Hallelujah. Look at that. Walking on the straight, the straight path. So, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So the most important part is that we plug into the source because that's where the power comes from, right? It's the most important part. And as we go through our day, we come across people that need something and all we have to do Touch them with whatever it is they need. We just have to release whatever it is they need. And for every person, it's something different. I'm not going to put God in a box. I'm not going to say God has to do X, Y, Z. Man, that's why you need to stay plugged in. Because for every person, it's going to look different. Some people are going to need healing. Some people are going to need the peace of God. They're going to need you to release peace. Sometimes you'll walk into a room and you'll be like, oh my gosh, there is an atmosphere here that is funky and I'm going to shift it, right? Sometimes you're going to need to shift an atmosphere. Sometimes you're going to need to love. Some people need love, right? The possibilities are endless. Some people might need healing, like Conan. Some some people might need a demon cast out. Shock horror. Yeah, yeah, we'll all be doing that by the end of this series, right? It's not hard. It's actually easier than you might think. And we should we should get ready to do that, right? Hallelujah. The possibilities are endless. And there's no limits to what God wants to do in and through your life, right? And that's what we're going to talk about in the coming weeks. We're going to pick all different types of things and we're going to be equipping you to be a conduit, to be an effective conduit of the kingdom. So you can go into any situation being like, I feel equipped to release the kingdom of God right now. Praise God. So what's our take-home today? Number one, stay plugged in to the king. Stay plugged in. Man, this is where I get my daily bread. If I miss my time with him, it's a different day, right? He's always in me and I can always talk to him. But far out, the amount of times I've lost count the amount of times where earlier in the morning with my cup of tea and I'm listening to what the Father's saying and he'll say, hey, Naomi, you need to read this. Hey, Naomi, I want to teach you about this. And then I'll use it that day or the next day or whatever, okay, because he can see ahead. He can see what you need and he's got everything you need, but he needs people that will listen to him and will stay plugged in and will prioritize this. This is where I get what I need. Right? Praise God. It's where you will get what you need. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 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 We can't do anything apart. Yeah. Everything that we do apart from him, it will get burned up. It will get burned up. 
So don't waste your time. They're like, yes, there will be a judgment day and you will be judged for what, how you spent your life and what you did. We don't have to fear not going to heaven because we're believers, right? But we'll still be judged for how we used our gifts, our talents, what the Lord wanted us to do, right? We have to remember that. So anything that we do apart from him, it just goes in the fire straight away, burned up. Two, believe. Believe. Sounds so simple. Get into the word. Study and meditate on it until you believe it. Man, if you don't believe, if you don't believe any of those scriptures, you're not even going to go and try and pray for someone who's sick. If you don't believe it, what you believe will determine what you do. Okay, so that's why we'll be addressing, like, yes, we'll talk about healing and we'll talk about God's will to heal. And what happens when it doesn't happen? Like, we'll talk about that stuff, right? We're going to talk about that in this series because we need believers. Amen? So you need to believe. And the third one is be available. We need to be available. We need to expect that if the Spirit of God is on the inside of us, that God will have things for you to do every single day, no matter what your situation or life looks like, okay? You don't have to be a full-time missionary to be doing stuff for God. You are a full-time missionary in your sphere of influence. God is so clever. There's Christians everywhere, right? Your school, your university, your home. If you're a mom at home, it's like that's your mission field right now. And God's got cool things to do in that space, right? Your workplace, your sporting club, where you go, the Karama shops, like wherever you do your daily business, right? That is your mission field. Expect that God wants to move. And he's just looking for people to be like, I'm here, I'm doing this, God. What do you want to do in this space? Sometimes all we have to do is ask the Lord, what are you doing? Show me what you're doing and I'll get on board and I'll do it. Amen? I have a beautiful friend and a couple of of years ago, it was a little while back now, but as we were... As we were discovering all of these truths and that that we had God on the inside and um, it was just becoming alive to us, right? And so my beautiful, fiery friend, she was driving down McMillan's Road one day and there was an accident scene, full-on accident scene. It was quite serious. She didn't witness the accident, but she was there very soon after and there was I think there was one emergency vehicle there, um, but there were, you know, just cars everywhere and people on the side of the road and just carnage, you know, carnage, person lying on the ground. And she's like, God's on the inside. I'm going to stop. So she pulls over and she gets out and she walks confidently into the middle of the, the carnage. And one of the 
you know, she's dressed in this beautiful dress, makeup, lipstick, and the um, <laughs> one of the emergency crew were like, who are you? Like, she just looks so out of place. Who are you? And she's like, it's okay. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian, and I'm, ju- I'm just going to go over here and pray for this one. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And so she's there, and she's praying for that one, and she's over there. Are you okay? Can I call anyone for you? Blah, blah, blah. And so she just works the scene as a Christian. Where are the believers? Come on. Where are the believers? Who knows what the Lord will have you do? All we have to do is be available. Hallelujah. (sighs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Today I was, we got to church and we couldn't get in. The key wouldn't work. (laughs) The key wouldn't work. It wouldn't unlock the gate, the lock. And anyway, I had to go and I tried all the locks and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're locked out. What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And... I asked Isaiah, my son, to, can you give it a try? Because he's a guy and he'll just, like, force things. Anyway, eventually he got it. And I was praying, like, just before everyone arrived outside. And the Lord, I feel like the Lord could speak prophetically through that a million different ways. And I feel like I have five interpretations of that, that thing already. But I just felt the Lord bring it to my attention And he said, Naomi, what did you need? And I was like, the the lock to unlock? Like, my key to work? And he's like, no, you needed your son. You needed your son. And I feel like the father's saying, I need my sons. And I need my daughters. I just need my sons and my daughters. Where are they? I need my sons and my daughters. And, and you know what? They've got the key. They just got to use it. You just got to actually put it in and turn it. I just feel like the Lord is like just reminding us afresh. Man, He's given us the keys, He's given us power, He's given us authority. It's time to use it, it's time to shake, shake up. Shake up this city, hey? Shake up some of the darkness that happens here. It's time to tread on some serpents' heads. It's time to cast out some demons and actually take some ground for the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for everything that you want to do in our city And through every person in this room and every person that listens to this podcast, Father. And we just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would give us wisdom and revelation. We pray, Holy Spirit, that we wouldn't be all talk and no power. But that we would start being conduits of the kingdom of heaven 
and that everywhere we go, we would release the kingdom of God, whatever it looks like for that person, whatever you want to do, God, we want to say we are available, God. Have your way. Have your way in our city. Have your way in our lives, Lord. Hallelujah.